All right. Well, uh, school over here in the Netherlands begins <clears throat> not next week, but it begins Thursday the week after. I can't do calendar math. I need my uh, Java dot date util or something. Uh, but that seems pretty soon, and I feel like summer just began. So, um, I don't know. Summer's over. Is that a Grease song? <laughs> I know. Is there like a motion you know, I, to extend summer? Can we just keep it going for like another extra month? Mm, yeah. I, I I don't think I don't think so. I, I I think I'm ready for your summer to be over so it gets closer to mine because oh, I'm sitting yeah. here. I'm sitting here wearing a jacket and gloves inside my house. Oh yeah. And uh, the other day I could see my breath. Um, it's cold, and uh, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, it it, it uh, global warming is a thing, but it also means it's uh, cold down here yeah. in, in the down under. You know that that reminds me. We don't have a. We're not going to have a geographic oddity this episode. But one of the geographic <laughs> oddities I did think of, in case we we're going to have it, is that uh, by my reckoning. Here I am. It's uh, August 15th, and right now, let me look at my Apple Watch. 63 degrees outside, on and off raining. Which, no, not nice. Celsius? No, not Celsius. Which, which <laughs> nice. I, I mean, what, what is it in Austin, like 102 or something? Uh, right now, it's 98 degrees oh, in Austin. Geez. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's brittle. Yeah. Their, their, their temperature measuring system over here doesn't even go up that high. It just stops. I was in. I was out with my family the other day, actually swimming in the pool, and it was it was this moment where like, man, I gotta get out of the pool and take a cold shower to cool off. The pool was just like, I mean, yeah. the pool was like 85, 90 degrees. Like, uh, it was, no, it's, it, this is the uh, Austin's a great town, but do not visit it in August. It is. I mean, it is. I'm every time just walking to get the mail this morning. I was like, this is unbelievably hot. Yeah, and people you didn't used to have AC. It's crazy. But to- I did learn. I I had lunch with some friends from AWS this week, uh-huh. and they live in Seattle. No air conditioning in Seattle, and I was just like, oh. "That that is nuts." But they said occasionally gets to eighty five. But he in his description, he was someone that lived in Austin previously. He said, "Yeah, he's like he gets to eighty five for like thirty minutes, like yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> Everyone's go. like there freaking out." And I was like, like "Stand okay. in the shade, you'll be okay." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "All right, it makes sense." Another yeah. thing, I've heard a lot of conflicting things about the Seattle weather. His take was it doesn't rain, it just mists a lot. It's just mm, very like, mm-hmm. foggy, but it's not actually rain. Whereas some people tell me it does rain a lot, and then other people tell me the whole thing is a lie. It's a beautiful time. <laughs> it's a beautiful place to live there all the time. So I don't, I don't know. There's, there seems to be just a lot. Like, whoever's in charge of the Seattle weather uh, messaging, you got to get together. Yeah. yeah. I, you I know, mean, I, 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 I uh, prescribe, subscribe to the, uh, the simple thing where if, if, there, if there is rain moving towards the ground or uh, there's water moving towards the ground from the sky, I call that rain. And uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure now someone might be saying, what if there is water suspended in the air? I don't believe that's possible. That doesn't mm, maybe I've, maybe fog swamp through Houston air. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think still if you had the proper tools to observe it, you would still see that the, the water was moving towards the ground just very slowly. And so therefore it's, it's rain. It's either it's got to be rain or fog. There's no no in between. And if, I don't know. I don't know what a fog is. Fog is very confusing. We don't really it's have lazy that. rain. Yeah, that's lazy, right. Lazy, it's lazy rain. <laughs> Get your act together. <laughs> that's right. Try harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I sometimes think should should we move somewhere else? Maybe. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think I could survive up in the Pacific Northwest in a, in a sort of Seattle, Portland kind of situation? Is that is that some place okay. I could be? 
Well, oh, yeah. I hear AWS is hiring. Mm. I was going to say, maybe, maybe you got to <laughs> ask Matt Asset. Wow, that is see, quite the transition. Huh, huh. I yeah. guess, speaking of, I saw on Twitter, Matt Asset is going to work at AWS. I don't really even know what he's going to do there. I just saw him tweet, and uh, that's that's good good for him. That's a good uh, – he, he's a good guy. I think, you know, he was doing uh, partnering and ecosystem uh, stuff at Adobe, I think, or business development. One of these, you know – things uh so i don't know if you would do that at aws other things who knows all right the, the description i saw that he wrote out there was that he was going to try to do what jeff Barr does for the technical side he's going to try to do that for the business people oh, so okay. I, I don't know okay. i don't know if that's he's, efficiently he's gonna wear question. he's gonna wear like uh wacky ties that's that's Ooh. how it yeah Ooh, i like he's it. gonna dye his hair purple yes yeah. Huh. What is it? Is he? You think Enterprise he's going to keep his uh, article? And was it? He has the column in the register, is it right? Uh, he shows up in like the info world, the register, and like tech. So that's all tech like whatnot. one. Aren't they all related? Like they're all owned by the I same people? No, no, the register. No. The register right. only owns like three properties, and uh, they own the next platform and uh, another goofy little one, and then their their event site. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Tech all right, so Tech Republic. If the Tech, Tech Republic, Republic has an opening, then I think I think we know who would who could. I know I still I still need I, I still need ideas. at least one column. I need a column somewhere. And and I was right, thinking I was, I was thinking the other day. Writer. I was thinking the other day. You know, I need a syndicated column. But then I was thinking the problem with the web is you don't you can't syndicate things because it ruins your, right. your click throughs or whatever. What is so. That? 1950s. What are you writing for, like a, a newer <laughs> Times or something? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like so the I'm gonna be like uh, you know the 35 year old Andy Rooney. The, I was know, gonna say that just came in like the Andy Rooney. Rooney. <laughs> you, you know he used to he used to like write stuff. I used to you know when I I think this this through in my head the response is naturally of course you did, but I used to have several of his books that were like collections of his columns and they they, they were great were they good? Did, did you actually enjoy it <laughs> yeah they were they were oh, funny man. he's a funny you guy know, Cote, you're talking about in the pacific northwest but have you thought about florida <laughs> That's right. That's right. i can finally talk with my friends about when they invaded like japan <laughs> Probably, probably people down there are buying newspapers, so the chance of having uh, yeah. a column in a newspaper and it being read pretty high somewhere in Florida. I, I can I can do like the uh, the sunshine cul de sac technology column, like oh each, I love it each week. I love it. <laughs> yes. Oh. And then and and then and then on Thursday and then every third week we'll do the special like kind of wild card grab bag, and my first one will be recycling. <laughs> well, you can explain to everybody what their their grandkids are up to. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be like, "Hey, have you seen the new Snapchat Spectacles Three? Oh, that'd be fantastic." Oh. Tote <laughs> yeah. in the spectacles, walking around South Florida, oh, writing a column. Oh, this, this, Wouldn't that I mean, be nice? No, pr- I don't even movie, need purple this hair. Is a movie that writes itself right here. I don't know. Can we just? Sell, oh, that's man. probably enough to sell a pilot right there. Is, is this like a sequel to Cocoon or something? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> could talk about the diabetes <laughs> oh be fantastic we gotta make this happen well listen you know going back up on the other side of the country you know that that aws they they had that mark schwartz character love that guy i'm still reading through his book you know napoleon shows up in the first chapter and he hasn't shown up maybe at the end he'll show up in the uh the afterward always good to hear from napoleon 
Uh, have, you know, have you read that new Mark Schwartz book? I'm sure you you both pre-ordered it like I did. The, uh, what is it, The Art of IT and War or something? Um, no. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a good book. You go to your itrevolution.com. You can what see his... The Art of Business Value? No, no, that's the, the other... It's, it's, uh, what's the new one? The new one. It, anyways, you know, he's he's got The Art of Business Value, Seat at the Table, this other one. You know, also... Uh, He's got. There's a summary book of I think a seat at the table. It's also very good. Uh, it's kind of like how we're always talking about how you know you just want to read a shorter book. It's a shorter book. Uh, so, so which one? Which one do I want to read? The you, art of business value the, the or war, a, or a seat peace, at the I, table? it? That's that's what war, it's called. Peace, okay. Oh, okay. All it's, right. I guess it's war and peace and it. Oh, and look at this in the titling. In the titling, instead of with a colon right here, they went with a comma. So it's war and peace and it comma. Business leadership, comma technology, comma and success in the digital age. So that's quite that's quite a titling uh, punctuation job right there, and it ends in a colon where you're, where I'm looking, uh, but that's fine. But that's a good book, anyways. They got that guy hired. You got your your Matt Assay. You got uh you got Mister uh, Mister Netflix guy, Adrian Kocroff. He's there. Yeah, that's. That's breaking news. But not really yeah. an author. I don't see him writing his No, name. no. I, I mean, I mean I'm just saying, you know, they're collecting uh, a, is it a menagerie? Yeah. They're collecting a menagerie of, of uh, all Wait, the Wait, where did uh, Gene Kim and like the, what's the IT, and, like Josh oh, Doris? Well, yeah. Well, and then, did they and then, get bought up? Where yeah. Are they? Google bought the, um, whatever they call that. That was a them, though. Yeah. No, but the Gene Kim was, was. Google bought Dora. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't he like on the board for that or associated with it or something? I mean, yeah. I think I think yeah, he but... he uh, he's still independent as it were. Oh, okay. <sighs> Big news week. Lots going on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Cote's getting the column and looks like the Tech Republic. Uh-huh. I like it. We're, gonna, yeah. we're all going to replacing uh, Matt Assay, so it'd be great. We're all Listen, and you should check out some of those Andy Rooney essays. I mean, I know at the end no. he went a little no, off just, his rocker. I, I would say no. And no, he was he was just like, who is this Kurt Cobain person? Like, just kind of ruined you know, the whole thing. But the, the best thing is they're not on the internet. They're yeah. they're only in news clippings. Oh, I haven't actually checked that. Wouldn't that be delightful? I could I could you know I just finished I finished reading up the uh, the what is it the laundry atrocities the the laundry cafe. Yep, yep. And uh, that that was a good recommendation. Start it starts off a little too uh, horky, as it were. I don't know if that's yep. a word. Kind of as I was complaining. The uh, the sort of like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Terry Pratchett level of stuff, but then you know it achieves escape velocity and uh, go. gets going somewhere. But uh, yeah, I could bounce between the fifty books in that series and an Andy Rooney column every now and then. That that would be great. <laughs> who who really needs an automatic transition? I can shift a car fine. These new ones that Pontiac is introducing, I'm not sure they'll ever be popular. No, no. See, you need to you need to update it for like 2000. You'd be like, why did they get rid of the blink tag? I really missed that. Hey, right. Let me know what I needed to look at. I actually found a lot of use for Google Glasses. I kept losing my keys, so I would take a picture of where they were, and then I would just say, hey, Google, where are my keys? But I guess I won't be wearing them anymore. I don't really need to change my face into a dog or swap with Morley Safer. I kind of like it the way it is. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we, maybe we should start think, a new podcast. 
No, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> like, no, like, should like how Brandon is just like stridently. No, this is nope. a bad idea. We're losing listeners right now. This is this wave is, off. This is not good. Wave <laughs> off. <laughs> Somehow we, we're not only order. beyond our own demographic. We're like three demographics ahead of us. This is <laughs> we're driving off host at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there's also been a lot of like uh, acquisition stuff going on. Now, now, uh, we, yeah, the one, the one that I, I did a little bit of digging into, yep. I saw, I saw that you got Cloudera over there and, uh, mm-hmm. is it Icon speaking of he, wasn't he like, uh, I know I'm thinking Iacocca who was into like, uh, you got Chevrolet and the other one Chrysler and, uh, other one that starts with a C and Citron, I guess, but the stick with american car companies uh and uh i was looking at who they he appointed the board uh to cloudera or who i think is proposed i forget how it goes but now i don't know anything about the following but i know there's some uh chatter about it the two people that he's putting on the board are also on the board of herbalife which i think is some sort of like (laughs) supplements company so uh that's that that i mean listen i used to work in m a Lots of great stuff goes on in there. Who knows? But that is a little weird. I mean, isn't Herbalife considered kind of a strange situation? Yeah, yeah. I was listening to uh, uh, one of the Planet Money podcasts the other day, and they were talking about um, uh, shorting stocks. And, like, Herbalife is, you know, the case study for, you know, big oh, public yeah. shortings of stocks. And, and There's that uh, one uh, hedge fund person who's always like... Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like... I. I don't think that's over yet. Um, you know, they, they're still sticking around, you know, both sides are sticking to their guns, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess when you get to that point, you're not expected to know like anything about the business. You just are expected to know about business. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Icon has the reputation for being, uh, you know, the corporate raider who disassembles the company, but I mean, Matt Ray, Matt Ray, I think they call, I think they call it unlocking shareholder value. Is, ah, is sorry. the technical yeah. term. Yes. But, I think but, in the case of uh, Icon, I actually think on the Herbalife one, he's on the other side. He's the believer in them, that they're, they are a good company. And mm. then there's another big-time investor right, that's right, right. against them. So it's kind of interesting. In that case, he's, I guess, aligned with the company's management. Right, right. That's so why that, he, he would have them on the board, right? I mean, I, I think it's yeah. another hedge fund person who's the, uh, the, the crazy against Herbalife person. The magnitude of... Mm. Of his, he like writes about it all the time. I, I've read some of his. I don't know if they were blog posts, but just his missives about how it's a strange company, which um, not 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 quite as strange as we work though. I mean, if, mm. if you've seen, uh, yeah, I didn't look through that. I saw some of the headlines. So explain to me what the deal oh, with, no. with that is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're gonna you need a whiteboard. <laughs> You're gonna need a whiteboard. I, I mean, I think the net net of it was, and there's a, a bunch of uh, stuff on Twitter that people have actually like drawn out their corporate structure. It's just that they're somehow like it's like you're buying into a company whose founder is also like has also been loan money to buy real estate that the company we work now just called we rents back from him. So it's this very convoluted corporate structure. Where it, at least from outwardly, you know, when someone shows it to you, you're like, you're like, this seems very conflicted. It doesn't seem like I could also, I could be the person reaping the benefits mm. of the IPO, of and because I think the whole, and then there's a lot of people in the stock market 
Again, this is not an investment advice podcast. Don't do anything we say. <laughs> well, Let's we just get all that out of the way. That's right. Go listen to that long A16 explainer and pretend that I just said it. Uh, but yeah, so the whole point is uh, uh, they're, they're trying to position themselves, I think, you know, right? They want to be more than just valued, more than just, like, if you will, rental office space, right? Because as, uh, if you will, the shorts, the people, the investors are very much against this huge premium they have because of their culture and, you know, all these different things. And then on top of it, their kind of Byzantine corporate structure makes it such that the CEO is both uh, the primary owner, I think he's going to you know, be the largest single uh, owner of stock, and then he also owns buildings that we work then rents um you know office space in so it's just i don't know just somehow i guess it's all disclosed but it, it is one of these things like i don't know is this like if it's legal it doesn't seem right you wait, know, i guess that would be kind of thing so i might i might have been making up some of this over time but like didn't <laughs> wasn't it like he got a loan to buy from we work or using that as collateral to buy the buildings that then rents back to we work did you say yeah you and i that's sort of, and then there were different kind of conflicting reports around. Like first, it was like he got like these huge loans, and then other one, reports that come out that this was a relatively standard practice of a someone has a lot of net wealth and like you mm. know a founder in a company that it that you essentially loan them money to help them like exercise stock and you know pay taxes and like if you will give them some liquidity while the comp like before the company can go. Public, I see. Right. So that, right, right, so right, then right. there was like a very kind of like, hey, this is standard practice kind of thing, right? There was at least a thread of that going. But then the S1 came out, and again, like, not to do, there's some links in the show notes, so I'll just, you know, defer back to some people, like, kind of showed the corporate structure, and it is very complicated. So I don't know, like, kind of to all these uh, all these companies, is like, you know, buyer beware a little bit. It's like, it's, and I think maybe the biggest point was, like, if you buy this stock, make sure you understand exactly what you own and then the the relationships outside of that that may may or may not affect the stock price going forward yeah yeah you know i i feel like a few years ago we talked about we work and uh i have to admit i probably didn't know what i was talking about then and i have not been doing my homework since then <laughs> but it has always struck me as a, as a weird concept of a company which which uh is uh i don't know completely undefensible like <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, on the other hand, I mean, there, there's there's two angles. On the other hand, like I I remember early on when I was becoming a loyalist to American Airlines. Once you achieve some maybe gold, I forget which level, but they would let you go to Regis or is it Regus? R E G U S. Yeah, Regis. Yeah, is the other big one. Yeah, you could go right. hot desk or or whatever. Oh. And I think I might have really? even tried it once, and it was like not anything. Right? It was. It was it was kind of as if like Amazon was like Amazon Prime members can feel free to come hot desk at Whole Foods, and then you went to go hot desk and you just like sat at a <laughs> and table. They're like you get to sit in the cafeteria in yeah. the, uh, at the restaurant. You're exactly, like, uh, and you okay, and, and I'll, you can I'll have, have a smoothie. You can have some free snacks we call ketchup. Uh, would just note for uh, uh, listeners outside of America, ketchup is given freely at all restaurants. <laughs> I've been, you know, maybe, maybe we, maybe we should work on this, uh, on the podcast or just afterwards, but I've got a lot of, uh, I forget if I mentioned this, you know, we got a conference in Austin and there's a lot of my European friends coming and several of them have mentioned I should give them some tips. So I've been thinking about writing a little memo, not only of like things to do in Austin, but you know, like my first thing that I wrote down was like tips. Don't argue with me. Give people tips. 
Like you will be considered <laughs> a social pariah. It's terrible. You're a bad person. And and then I even in parentheses I wrote in college I wrote a whole six page essay about why tips are a bad idea. So I've heard that all, but just like you got to leave a tip, just leave a tip. Yeah. But and then also you know I'll, uh, there's not a napkin shortage. You can uh, if you need to go to the bathroom in a grocery store, you can do that in a toilet, not in the frozen section, and you know just all sorts of things like that, free ketchup. But it seems like the WeWork thing, like I don't understand why like. That doesn't seem like it's there's anything defensible around it, and yet, I mean, are there? There must be competing. Well, yeah, I think you hit it spaces. already. I, I think you you hit it on because the most popular opinion of people are down on WeWork. They'll say, "Look at Regis; they provide similar, if not the same, services um, around the same prices, but they're valued at a much lower. Right? They don't have this yeah. crazy like multiple. So, but to your point, Cote, you kind of answered your own question a little bit. It's like. It is definitely also true that if you go into a WeWork, it is very different than a Regis. Like it feels a yeah. lot different. And so maybe therein lies the thing. So maybe a very rational way to look at it would be like, well, WeWork is maybe a little bit more valuable because it does mm. have some like cultural panage or whatever. Like something there is something about it that makes it a little the bit panagerie. more valuable. But it but not uh, at the same time, it it still needs to be tied to some fundamental. Now, so it can't be worth like ten times. Well, no, are, are, are they are they like also operating at a loss? Because that that's the second thing I was uh, going to yes, get to is yes, like yes. now I I need to spend some time with some spreadsheets and uh, <laughs> is it Edgar where they or Edgar where they post <laughs> yeah. all the S one stuff? You can go there yeah. and get some CSV files. But I have I have a, I have a theory I've been developing with companies like uh, like Uber and WeWork, and that is that like they basically use their venture funding to subsidize their their value. And if mm-hmm. you were to sort of like suck that away and that meant that they couldn't like buy 50 of those cool coffee cups that say, I guess now they just say we on them. I'll have a cup full of we uh, that like like it wouldn't work. Like essentially you get this injection of cash like in the case of Uber so that you can build out this crazy global network of uh, mobile called taxi things. But then if they're not profitable and they lose like I think they lost like five billion last quarter. Which, mm-hmm. which is, I think, in dollars, uh, like, <laughs> like it's not bad if it's like you know rupees, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like you know, if I had five billion dollars, I could probably turn a profit, right? Like, like maybe I would just put it in the point oh two percent savings account that I get here in my Dutch bank account, and you know, at least I wouldn't lose the money. Uh, right. But, but it, it's just. And so it always makes me wonder with like a with something like a WeWork or an Uber or various other things that are in the that we call tech companies that as as hopefully I'm known for are not actually tech companies. They don't like sell software. Like it seems like there's something weird going on there. Uh which I guess is stating the obvious, but it seems like that would be something you could sort of like analyze to be like yeah, this company is crazy because they get like in the case of Uber like Sure, Hertz would be an awesome company if they had twenty billion dollars extra a year that they didn't have to account for. But I don't know. This always comes back to the growth question, though, right? So if if it is such the case that they are not going to grow, like going forward, right, that the company mm, isn't going right, to grow, right, right. then absolutely, it's all wasting money. So, but if you go back, like I mean, the the two I think examples that always pop into mind would be, like for example, Amazon or 
or the other one would be any of these consumer brands. Like let's use something kind of like non-tech like Harry's or something like that. Oh, so yes. at the beginning, if you believe that like, Hey, I believe there's a niche in this market or there's a new problem to be solved and in the case of Uber or these guys, like I'm going to invest up front, right? Cause I mean, that's all you can do at the beginning. You don't have any customers. So every new customer is going to cost me money to get, get them in. And, but I believe it's a huge market. So then it just becomes like, well, it makes sense as long as you're adding the customers at a rate that is reasonable that, and as you look out in the, for, uh, the future, you think five or 10 years from now that you can easily, if you will, um, you know, become profitable and have this very defensible position, right? This would be the Amazon story, right? This is why yeah. Amazon has this special permission in the market to spend money. You know, they never make, or when they make money, it's very little and, and, but everyone kind of believes that. Yeah. But, but again, they seem to like not nearly as much as like a Walmart or something like that. They seem to really always be saying to the market, we're going to invest it going forward. And I think everyone at this point, just based on the stock price is like, that makes sense to us. Like just keep doing that. Right. Because there's like more, more market share and at least e-commerce and AWS to, um, to, uh, if you will, to win over. So, so I don't know. I mean, I think if people said it this way, it's like, Hey, Uber can never, uh, or any of these, or Harry's, or any of these consumer brands can never uh, actually get to the point that they are profitable. Then I think it's valid criticism. But I, I think I do yeah. think to be fair about it, nobody really knows. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, no, I, that's, I that's know, fair. I and and I, and I guess I guess I mean we've hit upon the reason why there are so many good and terrible like uh, business books about startups and stuff. Right? Is there's a there's a point of like this looks like a really great idea, right? Like we got these. Uh, we got those, that guy who founded Borders Books. He understands retail. He's building a warehouse of the future. Yeah, right. It's going to be awesome. So you got like that high potential. Seem, things seem really great. And then you got in, in the middle there, you've got kind of like uh, like Amazon, right? It's a crazy idea that paid off, made a lot of sense. And then over here, all of a sudden, you're like doing a PowerPoint to two Herbalife board members. like And like <laughs> the, the difference. And, and then also somewhere, like not even on this board is like, uh, you know, I don't know, like a car rental company, like and and or or Regis or however you say their name, right? And so it's sort of like, what is it about like how what is it about Regis that you wouldn't take that same effort and money and like use their footprint and their advantage to like have that same sort of well, uh, growth? Now, I guess you could say because they have no more growth left, which which is weird because. Anyways, it, it, it's it's to some extent it's weird because then what you're saying is WeWork is going to steal their business because you know Regis has grown to as be as big as they can, which means they can't really sell. There's no more stuff to sell. So then WeWork has to come in and either invent a whole new category of things, which Regis can then not duplicate, uh, or like steal all of Regis's stuff. And it's just like. It seems like a lot of effort where you could have just gone to Regis and been like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to steal the Uber numbers. I'm going to give you $20 billion a year uh, and you should revolutionize this and make more money off of it. Like, I guess, I guess, I mean, maybe to, to, to get to the point I'm always circling around, like, I guess people just are looking for money to like change hands a lot and they take a cut of that. So you want to just like induce chaos into the market. So money flows around. Is that... Is that what they teach you mm, in I economics? I think you have to like think about brand, though, right? Like brand and just like it, you know, kind of this, if we will, intangible kind of. Because um, I mean, you could say the same thing about razors, right? Like, why is like Dollar mm. Shave Club and Harry's, right? They're just razors at the end of the day, but they've both gone on to do really, really well. So, yeah. you know, why didn't Gillette just um, Gillette Gillette 
<laughs> Gillette just do that, right? And they ended up, I think they bought one or the other. Can't remember what it was. The same thing with mattresses. It's like, well, I mean, there is a lot of like it takes time and expertise. And it's not that easy to build a consumer brand that's really well thought of. And it, you know, it's, it takes more than just money, right? It, it isn't like you can just give a large company money and it actually works. Um, but I think, you know, the yeah, ultimate, yeah. Um, but all those things like, I think what you're really getting back to, right, is defensibility. And I think, you know, using those other examples would be, you know, Amazon, you know, seems really defensible for lots of reasons, right? You know, this, the entire network yeah. of delivery centers and just like everything that they've done. Um, and then you could even say like Harry's and Dollar Shave Club, they both sold out, right? Because I think in some ways they're not as yeah, defensible. So it makes sense for them to get out. Um, right, and I think right, right, what right. most people are saying is kind of what you're saying is just that, you know, WeWork is probably worth some premium over Regis, but when it gets detached from any financial metric, then then your your point about defensibility comes up. It's like at the end of the day, this is just not going to work, right? You just can't get there. Um, or you know, you have to buy into like they bought WeWork bought uh, the Meetup, right? The Meetup app or company, right? And you have to buy into like oh, all yeah, these other yeah. things that they're doing, right? Yeah. As as a method of differentiation, but yeah, you it know, seems I feel, like a I, lot of people are against it. I feel I feel like if I knew the uh, what do they call it, consumer packaged goods industry, like. As 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 well as I I know like the computer industry I would have some more informed opinions about like uh, value growth and acquisitions and stuff right because that's a whole that whole market seems to operate very differently and I mean maybe this is like you know uh, early forties year old guy who likes computers with this opinion but like I think they pretty much all sell water with like baking soda mixed into it. As far as I can tell, and like vinegar that's green. Uh, so, like, it's they have this incredibly uncommodified, I mean, very commodified business, and yet it doesn't, it, it's not open source. I don't know. <laughs> well, but it is. I mean, to some degree, right? This is like under in the CPG world, there's in tremendous pressure from like traditional brands, usually from Procter and Gamble. Uh, with all these like either directed consumer brands, these new ones, or the private labels, that being like you know at Costco, that's yeah, the your, Amazon uh, Basics or whatever. Yeah, so Amazon I mean, I they always you, show up. You, you are seeing that. I mean, see the whole point like they're all um, they're all under the same kind of you know pressures going forward. And I and I think you know we should not um, to be to bring it back to us a little bit. It's like you know I I feel like programming languages, programming frameworks, you know platforms like there's a big part of just like the brand and like where the cool kids are like that go into like you know people and technology making selections around tools as well so i mean it's always kind of working i don't know to, to me it's like even if you think it's not working on you it's probably working on you yeah 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 no and 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 I, you know I, I agree fashion always uh always interesting and uh it's it's definitely underrated by people who think they know what they're doing but but they get get swayed very easily you know Speaking of, I was I was in the Albert Hein the other day, and they had uh, they had an ad. I like I was saying, it's going back to school thing, and they had an ad for a Chromebook. You get a hundred euros off, so instead of three hundred ninety nine euros, which I like to call four hundred euros, you could get it for two hundred ninety nine euros or three hundred euros, which seems like a huge discount. But I was thinking, like, let me take a snap poll before we shift on. Would would your children enjoy having a Chromebook? I, I think uh, so, Cote. And let me let me tell you, I want to give you an opportunity to win a Chromebook. This episode is sponsored by SolarWinds and one of their APM tools, Logly. We all want to leave our mark on this world. Developers often take 
that literally with hidden or not so hidden humorous bits of code or information they've inserted into projects they're working on. SDT listeners can share these potential comic legacies by submitting a photo and short description of the funniest log entries you found or created for a chance to win. Logly will choose three winners and rank them while sharing funny log photos along the way at twitter.com slash logly. The first place winner will get a Lenovo Chromebook two-in-one convertible laptop, which I'm sure you and your children will uh, enjoy. SDT listeners can enter the contest at logly.com slash funny, or you can find a link on the at Logly Twitter page. And of course, if it logs, it can log to Logly. And uh, unfortunately, this is only available to people in the U.S. and Canada. So see terms and conditions oh. for official rules what? on Logly.com slash funny. So, hey, wait, wait. so this is what I want everyone to do. Like, find some funny stuff you put in a log file or maybe you, you read. Uh, if you tweet it out, of course, tweet it at them because that way it gets you into the contest. But, like, why not? Let's go ahead and slap on, uh, you know, uh, at Software Defined Talk or or myself, be Witchard or Kote or any of those guys. And maybe we can, like, retweet it and get you guys, um, you know, some higher, higher uh, I don't know, views out there. So, I don't know. I haven't seen... I feel like, Matt Ray, you're probably the one that sees the most log files here. <laughs> so, uh, I, my log files I, always say, like, got here. Got here, made it, made it, not far. Know what's happening? That's kind of these are these are like all the things that I had in the log. Uh -huh. Like what is happening? No idea why this is happening. Um, so that was kind of the stuff I have. But I bet you this group of uh, listeners they probably have much better messages. Yeah, I think I think my log files are always just a quick look in a Siri shortcut. Does does that count? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. And these these are the kind that uh, you can flip over. So they're kind of like a tablet. I think. I think that's what the two-in-one convertible is. Although yeah. I don't know, I need to go look it up. I, you know, I've had I've had a couple Chromebooks. They're nice little machines, and I bet nowadays we're basically this was this is like when did they come out? Six years ago, whenever that was, long ago. It was, I didn't use all the uh, the Google stuff enough, but nowadays we're basically I could use the entire Google suite. I bet it'd be pretty awesome. And uh, mm -hmm. then then I wouldn't be asked if I want to use Safari all the time, which is really annoying. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. So how 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 are they enforcing the like America Canada only thing? <laughs> well, you're gonna have to submit your uh, to get okay, your, well, to win. We'll see what I can do. See what I can do. Yeah, so you do go, what you need to do. You go read the T's and C's, Matt Ray. Write us. Write don't us get us in trouble, Matt Ray. Don't get us in trouble. Got, That's all I'm asking. I got a house in America. <laughs> that counts, right? <laughs> no, I pay no, taxes. I, there we go. I pay taxes. <laughs> That's right. I pay taxes. <laughs> That's that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, also in acquisition news, I think finally oh, yeah. the story for Tumblr has now is now uh, has a good conclusion. It looks like the WordPress people are going to buy them now. Now, normally, I don't think we would comment on the world of web blogging and other things like that. But I've always thought Tumblr was great. It's like for yeah. it's it's a really good. I still look at it every now and then. It's the best place to look for like. Uh, <laughs> I know this is going to sound funny, for, but for. <laughs> For pictures of things, I, I guess I guess it could could be porn. But like you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of of uh, do you call them tumblers that tumble blogs that are just like you know uh, famous artists, and then those are fun to subscribe to, to look at. And then mm -hmm. there's also people who take pictures of like '80s action figures, and then you got pictures of like all the old uh, Dungeons and Dragons things, and then just weird screwball stuff. But it's uh, I even tried to like run my blog on it for a while because it was really easy to author things on it too. Like the um, 
you could the speed at which you could post things into it and the way it would format them was phenomenal it was like the yeah. best of the time still like i haven't found anything that's really that much better the only thing that comes close is the uh the linkly app if you've ever used that uh on on ios but like like the wordpress like uh thing on ios it just like i don't know what they're doing there it's not very useful right. so uh maybe well, and, and, maybe some of that goodness will suck dollars. back in there yeah, is yeah, is that what yeah. I I I saw anything from like ten or twenty million? But you think you think it's three million? Yeah, three million seemed to be what that's what a, that seemed to come out. So it's interesting. So it was bought for a billion, and then of course written way down. But I always think on these acquisitions when they happen, it's like if you're just a, someone that uses Tumblr, it's like I think you're probably happy, right? Like for mm-hmm. you, it's like it worked out. I don't know. Doesn't seem seems like it's a good home, and I don't know the fact that it was like a billion dollars of Yahoo's money, and then you got to go back to that crazy acquisition. You know, uh, Yahoo being bought by AOL, AOL being bought by, I guess, by Verizon. And it's like, I don't know. Was it real money? I mean, I don't know. I guess, did, does Marco Armet and the, the Twitter, the Tumblr guys, did they, did they cash out? Or is it in their bank accounts? Like, where did it all go? That would, yeah. be, a, that would be a great slide in some investor deck. The title mm-hmm. says, was it real money? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just but like, I think I think it's just mind-boggling how much it is. Like, how because I always just wonder, like, when, like, did people like think about like how this? When I say real money, like how it goes away. Like, did everyone stay through all their vesting? Was there any kind no. of earnout? You know, like if you start to like do all this stuff, I'm like, really, was it actually a billion dollars, huh. or just the stock price going down? Like when Yahoo said if it was a billion dollars in stock, and then Yahoo went down, did like someone actually sell? Um, so I don't know the numbers. I never tell the whole story to me. Well, you know, I, I was I was uh, I was writing up uh, something about like uh, disruption in banking and fintechs and stuff, and it got me going back to uh, making some some uh, charts with some. I, I didn't use Excel. I was using the uh, Google Sheets. Uh, but man, it sure is fun to like make up stuff, right? Like <laughs> like and uh, and in, in, in a sense, what I was thinking of is like if if. If I, you know, had time and I was working on like a Tumblr WordPress deal, like one of the things I would look at is like, so how much money has been spent on Tumblr, right? Like what's the total amount of cash that's been dumped into it? And like, and then that's like a very raw, it's not even a valuation, but that's like a thing that you're sort of buying, right? And whatever it is, I'm sure it's a lot more than than $3 million. (laughs) And like just to pay the salary of the people for a year. Yeah, that's what I don't get. And so it it is like, I I don't really know what you do with that, but like that that kind of, like kind of like the weird conversation I was having about we work and subsidizing things. Like I'm always interested in as, as that's, as you were saying, uh, Brandon, this this fake money or real money, but like, there's these chunks of money that like come and go in things, and like, wh- where are they? Like, like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, like, what what happened to all that money between like, you know, all all the money Tumblr spent in the past like five years that now like you don't even get that back. I mean, I'm I, I know that sounds stupid and naive, but it's it'd be fun to chart out like that lost money in uh in acquisitions that you have and figure out how it yeah I would, I would love to see like the actual cash spent right to your point about like salaries because i mean the group they said the number i saw was 200 people so it's pretty significant you know headcount right so they acquired yeah. 200 people yeah for $3 so million dollars? you know it's kind of like the free like a puppy kind of thing it's like uh yeah well this is i still have to pay 200 people so that's a lot right I mean, so yeah um, you- so that may be if you're like Verizon, right? So maybe they spin this around. Everyone thinks that they're so stupid. I was like, hey, listen, you know, we got 
you know, we got rid of 200 people. We got something back for the asset. Hopefully they'll <laughs> that, make it happen, right? Smart. I mean, that that would be... It's probably uh, cheaper than severance and paying HR people I mean, and listen, buying well, bank usually they, You said it, right? I mean, there's probably some kind of math there, right? The people at Verizon are not stupid. I mean, they, they understand, like, why... Did they, know, again, back to, like, actually, if you will, you know, getting cost out. It's like, hey, this is a more effective way for us to get rid of it. And also, too, like, it, I think there's a little bit of goodwill. Everyone seems to be like, oh, this is great. They're going to be an automatic. Tumblr's back, you know? So. Yeah, but Verizon doesn't care about that. I mean, <laughs> the, the question is, like... <sighs> You know, usually when you see these these weird, you know, finance shenanigans, they're they're like, well, we have this five hundred five hundred million dollar debt. We're going to stick it in this uh, Tumblr thing and and give it to somebody for three million dollars. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, wait, you know, not only is this free as in puppy, this is like, oh, and you know, you you own a mortgage on a house that the puppy was born in. <laughs> Right. Well, it's, I, would, it's, I would assume somebody to your like iBanker analysis, I would assume somebody yeah. just did the math on if we just do some type of advertising on Tumblr, right? If we what what's the ad business worth? Oh yeah, Tumblr, yeah. Right. Like, that it, seems like your floor, right? Okay. It's like we can recoup our costs. Hopefully it pays for at least two hundred people. And then and then from that it's like I think if you're automatic and you're like, hmm, what what should we do beyond WordPress? Right? It's like well, not crazy yeah. to have that all together. I mean, if you're automatic, you could, I mean, this is going to sound kind of brutal, but like you probably got some people who can read Tumblr blogs and understand their format and can, you know, port them to WordPress fairly quickly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you can definitely do that. The whole I, thing I that. And, you know, and, and ax the 200 people, right? Because then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, Matt Ray going all private equity. Well, uh, sorry. Uh, like I'm looking at the show notes and it's sitting there right next to Carl Icahn and I can't oh, help it, right? Yeah, Carl Icahn. <laughs> You know, have, have you? You Five know, there's there's a company I think you could help out with called Herbalife, Matt Ray. There's a lot of value to unlock in that if you want to. Hey, this brings it back. What about real estate? The book to read if you're interested in the Herbalife craziness: "When the Wolves Bite," and it's Carl Icahn. He's he believes in Herbalife, and Bill Ackman. He's the other guy. Bill Ackman's oh, the, nice. the guy that doesn't believe in it, and so you can uh, see what happens when billionaires disagree. Yeah, there you go. And, yeah. This is, you know, I'm so far removed from this. It's like, and now I'm just going to go sit and code for the rest of the day. <laughs> I mean, just think of the spreadsheets they get to work on. They must be crazy. So much fun. There's like, yeah. There's the, you know, hide the debt um, cell. Mm-hmm. You know, what's in that cell? Don't open it. Don't open it. Don't unhide it. <laughs> Now, now, uh, I, I want to, and I want to just parenthetically, and then we'll go back, Brandon. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Now, in the laundry files, the atrocity thing, Matt Ray. Now, I got a little confused. Yeah. There's two points. There's some spoilers here, so just fast forward a couple of minutes for those who don't. Okay, know. I haven't read in a while, but go ahead. Okay, one, like they can't set off this bomb in this alternate dimension, but then okay. something does happen, and the guy has radiation poisoning. So, like, what happened there? I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I had to go back and kind of read it to understand what was happening because it's very confusing. Okay, I'm so, sorry. Okay. so that's fine. Now, now the second question. Uh, wait, I, the sec- I forgot my second question. There was another thing that was very confusing. Uh, oh, oh, I got it. So you know his his big boss who like yes. works at the microfiche desk or whatever. Now, at some point in the uh, in the the concrete cows novella that's in there too, uh, like they didn't find out that he actually was a private secretary. Which I looked that up, and that just means in British bureaucracy that you work for some senior uh, person, not necessarily the the director. 
But then do they ever have the director? Like, who's the director of this outfit? It's very confusing. Um, I haven't read them all. But uh, okay. I think I think just like all these like uh, corporate shenanigans we've been talking about, we learned that uh, British bureaucracies have many levels of obfuscation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now we can go back. Brandon. Just just roll with it, Cote. Just roll with it. Okay. It's... Okay. Man, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't even know. I, 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 nothing was spoiled for me. I, I am not following any of it. So me neither. Uh, <laughs> But I did want to know, this is one thing I do want to know, because all these acquisitions are happening. So again, just to bring it back to myself. So I am a T-Mobile customer, very happy with it. And I'm always thinking about these things, It's like because there's all these people that are for and against this T-Mobile acquisition of Sprint. And I'm always like, how do I just determine for me? Forget about the investors. Like, mm. Should I be for this? Because you know, T-Mobile was going to uh, merge in with AT&T a while back, but it turns out they didn't. And I actually think they did a good job, right? It seems like we all have unlimited data plans again in the U.S., and but now, but now I'm uh, being a customer. I'm like, well, their network isn't as good as these other guys, so maybe it will be better. But is that just wishful thinking? So I don't know. How do how do I decide if I should be for or against these acquisitions? Mm. Well, I I mean, yeah, that's a good question. I think I think you uh, to use a phrase you used on on me. I think you answered your own question. Is the <laughs> is is the network going to be better or worse? That's pretty much because I think I think I mean, listen, it's going to cost more. That's what's going to happen. The prices are not going down ever, right? Like that's the, they, <laughs> that's not true. Well, you know, like, for uh, the, for what you want, no one's going to be like. Not only am I giving you a pony, but your price has been reduced twenty five percent, right? Like by the I, time by the time they give you a pony for free, it's because a pony sucks. No one wants a pony, right? Like, see, the way the, the way I usually think about it is <clears throat> they, you know, with things like you know, like uh, phone phone. Uh, plans you know every every year uh you get i thought you're gonna say foam mattress price. but that's that's no foam mattress that, that's a, that's a different thread uh-huh. like every year uh the price doesn't really go down but you get more for the same price and i feel this consolidation of competition is tapping the brakes on slowing price slowing down that con- that lowering oh, so, lowering so rather costs. than yeah yeah so it's like you know if if there was more market competition you'd see prices drop faster to the actual you know yeah. the natural the, the actual cost but when when you have you know a couple of uh you know large players who can you know prevent competition they're like hey look 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 we're not going to lower our price till march and then the next one's like whoa, whoa, whoa. I, i'm here in april right i'm not saying they're uh, yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I guess, I guess, if you're like that guy who made his own Wu Tang album and like you multiplied the prices by like fifty or a hundred x, then that's a problem. But I maybe less stridently in my evaluation, it's sort of like I mean, I assume I'm gonna like the cost is not gonna be the issue, right? Like it's not that it's gonna go up a huge amount, and it's probably not gonna go down at all, and so like. In this specific case, like, you know, network speed is always nice. What I always call user story zero, user would like software to work. Uh, so that's always good. But you can increase the uh, the speed that you have. But then I think I think even that's like what I would think about with, uh, with dumb pipes, you know, like networking providers, whether it's a phone or a computer, is like what I want is like more options that I'm happy to pay for. Like, for example, yeah, you're not getting that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, for example, I don't know why they did this, but all of a sudden, like however many years ago, like AT&T was like, you know, what we should do is instead of you having to pay five thousand dollars when you spend a work week in Europe, you could pay ten dollars a day. 
right? And like that's amazing. So that like so in my mind, AT and T is like this great forward thinking cell phone company because they have this ten dollars a day thing, which I know is an obscure little thing, but it's like you know but, different options. That yeah, you but have. that 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 came out of competition from smaller vendors like T-Mobile. And so they're like, "Ooh, you know, T-Mobile made us, you know, cut our profits on this one, you know, particular feature and, you know, oh, wait. Now, you know, now T-Mobile's taken off the board." Right? Yeah. So there and there you so go. That's feel like, this way. Just... Okay, what about like uh, Cloudera, right? Acquiring Hortonworks. Like were you when you heard that, were you like happy, sad, don't care? Like my opinion was like, "Well, this seems like a good move." Cuz I felt like these companies are not doing well. So, mm. it'd be better for us to have one company that's doing better than two companies that are maybe potentially both. Uh, but I, but I think we're talking about different ends of the spectrum, right? It's like, I don't think anybody thinks that, you know, Verizon or AT&T are about to go under. But right? what about They're, Sprint? Like, so like, so that's, I guess in this case, it's like Sprint is the, uh, uh, not the cloud. So if Cloudera is the T-Mobile, right, then Sprint would be the Sprint's Hortonworks. Sprint's the mapper. It's like, uh, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, Sprint doesn't see, Sprint doesn't seem to be like that. And this is part I don't really know, but it doesn't seem like it's doing well. So it's like, is it better to have like a pretty competitive feisty T-Mobile and like a dying or slowly decaying Sprint? Or is it better to like kind of put them together? And then maybe, of course, there is talk now that they're going to make them like start another like they're going to supposed to like provide enough network bandwidth to like for a fourth entry, uh, I guess cell phone provider to be created. So um, I don't know. I guess I just I always come back to that. It's like Sprint. Like I don't feel like at all that I would ever move to Sprint, but maybe I would have said the same thing about T-Mobile. So I'm just like not mm. being future thinking enough. Yeah. Mm. We need and I think to- kind of back to the Cloudera thing too. It's like I don't know. Like will there be another company that comes out, you know, based on the same technology? Like. That doesn't Probably not feel like a, Hadoop. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel like that's going to happen. So maybe in that case, it's just like that Hadoop and that that market's just going away. So yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I think I think maybe the the uh, the the Hadoop sort of analogy would more be like, well, what if like Kodak and Canon merged with <laughs> each other? I mean, Canon's different because it's diversified, but I don't know some some organization that's only film and cameras, right? Like if this if this market's doing poorly, then we should combine these two things together so that they'll. Uh, I don't know, sink faster because they weigh more or something. But it, it uh, you know, I read or, or quit I, wasting their time fighting with each other. And, yeah, 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 yeah. But see, that's the kind of thing that's fun. That, that, there's there's some like mystery money somewhere. That's a good thing to point out. Is like how much money are you spending competing that you could be u- using to compete against the real enemy or whatever, uh, or or <laughs> the real em- enemy. Cell phones, <laughs> or or you could just or you could just be like, mm, we own all of these patents for digital photography. Maybe we should do something with them. Oh um, no! Yeah. All right, well here's here's some uh, breaking news because you know that's what we like to cover here. SpiceWorks. Oh, Can you guess who SpiceWorks was acquired by? Oh, Ziff no. Davis is being acquired by New York based Nice Ziff Davis B two B a global marketing company that operates. Uh, I guess, oh, they operate Mashable. Did not know. Humble Bumble, Speed Test, PC Mag, and Offers.com. So that is, huh, uh, huh. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to, like, maybe we'll leave that. As Late a, breaking a, news. Uh, as a trailer for next time where we can gather some real uh, long, thoughts out of it. A long journey for Spiceworks, formed in, I think, 2007, maybe even 2006. Yeah. yeah. And so we were just talking about, like, who you guys want to guess how much venture capital they raise? Who, who, Matt, what do you think? Over a hundred, over under a hundred million. Over, over, correct. Hundred eleven no, uh, million. Well, oh wow. Over a hundred eleven <laughs> million dollars in venture capitals. Yeah. So I don't know. And then of course, 
you know, this is the as since we're talking about M and A, this is always the this always tells you the M and A wasn't it, super exciting. Financial details weren't provided because, like you know, <laughs> when the details are not provided, it usually means disappointment. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, it worked out though for the people that hung in there. I that's, have no idea. That's that's a good match. That's kind of like the uh, that probably will work out all right as far as like something that happens. That's that's a great way of putting it. But they they have they have a. We can be assured that someone got uh, paid. I would what? love to see the, the Cote real time email investor uh, uh, coming out. Right, guys, this is good for something that happens. I love that. Awesome. What, what, the, the reason I qualify it is like, I mean, there's sort of like, you know, you'd have to pare down to focus only on basically crowdsourcing this content that, that's kind of like rating and reviewing. Uh, small and medium-sized business software and operational stuff and uh, figure out how you keep funding and innovating the the free systems management tool that they have, which probably at this point is not such a big deal. But then you can kind of uh, basically generate, you can crowdsource, as we used to say, all that stuff, and then uh, then you're off to the races. Yay, GDPR and whatnot, which <laughs> which will be fun. And and then also I think, I think you could build a... Uh, a uh, what do you call the kind of thing where like you you're like a journalist or site but you also kind of like you do native advertising and you might do a little bit of consulting i don't know there's a lot of fun yeah. a lot of stuff to play with around in there <laughs> is that like red monk what are we talking about that but, seems like a little and you know i you know basically their primary customers are and always have been advertisers which i think is ziff davis's primary customers mm-hmm. so uh right synergies that's what's going on there. Synergies. Well, speaking of synergies, if you if you let's say let's say you had a funny log, you uh, you took a picture of that log and you won this log contest, and uh, you're like, now I need a now I need a, a sticker to adorn this fancy Lenovo uh, two in one laptop from from uh, my fun log contest. <laughs> How would they get a sticker, Brandon? Yeah, well, we'll just go ahead and add that on. Hey, whoever wins the logly.com slash funny contest, know what you're also winning? Software Defined Talk sticker. I'll send you one for free. <laughs> but fear not, even if you didn't win that, the contest, if you just uh, email me your postal address at stickers at softwaredefinedtalk.com, we will send you a sticker anywhere in the world. And uh, that's not U.S. and Canada only. That's basically U.S., Canada, Australia, Europe. Still no one from Worldwide. Antarctica. I think we got one. I think I did get somebody in Africa not too long ago. So yeah, so knock out some more uh, continents for me. Um, send me some stuff. I'm happy to send you plenty of stickers. And uh, yeah, you definitely need one for your your laptop. And uh, and more recently because it's summer, uh, your Yeti tumbler. That's where I I've been putting them lately. Mm. Mm. Wait, so you've been putting them on your like? Is this is this Yeti Is it that tumbler? <laughs> <laughs> No, the 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 cup, the Rock big drinking cup, oh. right? That's very overpriced. I actually never buy the Yeti brand. I buy the Arctic brand. Oh yeah, cheap. yeah. But, the, but they, I've checked it. You can put software to find uh, talk stickers on either. Don't I, worry. I bet there's a YouTube video of someone like comparing those two, right? Oh, it's, there is. They put ice in it. It's very boring. And you know, like, oh, like, we checked it. It's the same. So, that's right, that's it. another thing I think needs to be in my memo is koozies. Like that, I think I don't think that concept exists over here. But, mm. but koozies over there. Well, tumblers deal. now. Yeah. Koozies are done. It's tumblers. That's well, you know. You well, get off that. you know, I have been when you go to the when you go to the Yeti bar down there, uh, not the Arctic bar, but the the Yeti bar in South Congress. You sit out there, and if you get the can, they put it in in a Yeti koozie. Oh yeah, the Yeti. Yes, true. Okay. I mean, and yeah. it works. It works. Yeah, of course it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but they, they don't they call uh, 
I was going to say, you know what they call koozies in Australia? <laughs> Do tell. Oh, gosh. Stubby holder. <laughs> uh, man, there is nothing that Australians can't make a fantastic name for. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just had to had to put that in there. Stubby holder. Hey, isn't there something different that they call cilantro in uh, Australia? Coriander. Coriander. Yeah. I'm not into Even that. Even though, like, in America, I think uh, cilantro and coriander are, like, are they different parts of the same plant? Mm. Uh, when you're cooking or something like that? Mm. Or, you know, but over here, it's all coriander. They need to have, like, cilantro where you can buy just, like, ten leaves, right? Because I don't know about you, but, like, I, you always buy that bunch of cilantro, and it's only, like, ten cents. And then, like, you know, in three days, you're, like, basically tossing, tossing out a whole yeah. bush. Like, ten I just... cents wasted. <laughs> It just feels bad. <laughs> this is this is Tumblr all over again. <laughs> I got I got this 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 bunch for three cents. Someone bought it for ten. Uh, that's not really very funny. Uh, well, <laughs> we got a lot of conferences coming up at the end of the month on August thirtieth. I'll be up in Glasgow, Glasgow, and uh, you can actually get a discount instead of paying seventy pounds. Uh, I think that's sterling. Uh, you can pay fifty six pounds and thirteen cents or pence i don't know uh and but if you use the code as hyphen speaker hyphen michael uh which is as not ass but um i don't know why that's the code but you can do you can use that and i'll I'll be giving a workshop i don't know what that means i'll be talking for 90 minutes i figured a, a nice angle to open up with we got a bunch of other conferences going on including uh the one in austin october 7th and 10th spring one platform there's a lot of stuff going on there if you're coming there from Europe, we have a special uh, EMEA party. I should say EMEA, not just Europe. There's uh, the M, E, and the A as well. But uh, I think we might have that at Cooper's is the rumor I've heard, Ooh. which is my recommendation. Which, page two of the memo, free beans at Cooper's. And there's going to be a whole section in my memo about free shit. That's pr- I think that I realize that. Are, are there any uh, conferences you want to talk about, Matt Ray? Uh, I believe i'm going to be speaking at cloud expo asia in uh october but uh that's all i, I currently have mm. um on my agenda on my uh i'll probably be there instead of devops day sydney sorry oh, too bad well brandon are you ready for recommendations or is there some uh some news no, i'm ready go? okay i think you, we're good tell us what you, you what you have to recommend this week all right. Well, uh, you know, Coach, you were tweeting a lot about uh, financial world uh, this week, and it got me thinking. Like, I recently doing some side projects and stuff. So, I recently opened a business banking account at uh, AZLO. I guess it's ASLO, and it's good. It's uh, because it's uh, you know, it, as the the marketing says here, it's uh, easy, fee free, but banking for entrepreneurs. So, like, if you just want a free online bank account and running a business. Highly recommend that. It's one of those things where everything's online. So you just, as long as you're good with that, it makes sense. And then one of the first things I did with it was I used TransferWise, which was very simple to, uh, to pay people over in uh, over there in the EMEA world. So uh, unfortunately, I didn't use TransferWise uh, referral code from Matt Ray. So sorry, oh. Matt Ray. But uh, we need, yeah, we need to get, you know what we need? We need to get Matt Ray over the hump. He needs one more to win his, <laughs> uh, his thing. So this is my recommendation as if, one, you need an online. This is U.S. bank. Uh, you need a, and their bank. You know, like all these like online banks, there's like a real bank behind them. So don't don't worry. Like you can read about it. So they're legit. So open a bank account, and then you can do uh, transfer wise. And then if you click on the link and you actually sign up, 
Matt Ray will get his final uh, th- uh, whatever referral code, so he gets uh, paid. But transfer wise, it's like it is. Uh, you know, it makes me having used it. You know, I guess it's like uh, I told someone the other day. It's like you know, you kind of have this moment. It's like, oh, money is just an artificial concept invented by human beings. <laughs> you know, like when you're like just picking out like the currencies. It's like, yeah, like why does it? Like why is like why do they believe in our currency? And so anyway, it's fun to yeah. use. It's really really easy. And uh, like all these things, I just like it. You know, banking is best when you don't have to talk to anyone. That's my motto. And both <laughs> these companies, I didn't talk to anyone. I did everything online. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tra- I, I was thinking about when I was writing about this stuff, TransferWise, earlier this week. And that's an example of what I was stumbling around before. I, I was like, and, and I was kind of writing up in this, this banking disruption thing is like, now that I've used that and I sort of understand what's going on in, in, in the back end, like, so why didn't BOA just do that? Right. It, it, right. It's, and like, cause it is like, and, and it is, it's, it's, if you've ever had to do international transfer stuff, it's uh it's pretty nice. Like, you know, once, once you're in, once you're in like Europe, for example, m- my fellow Americans will not believe this, but like, you can just transfer money. It's like, and, and, and nope. I say it that dismissively because I didn't really understand what it meant to transfer money before I moved here because you don't <laughs> there is no transferring money in America there so, can you do it across yeah. like so I educate me like if you're in Europe so Netherlands to London uh-huh. or any other European yep, country totally. you just put in the IBAN number it. and then just and yep. then like but like and, what about and does usually it just the currency exchange for you uh, I don't know about up to England. That's a good question. But like mm-hmm. within Europe, within you know doing things. so the euros for sure, right? Everyone's yeah, yeah. good. But but still, okay. it's 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 like in the states. If uh, like let's say I had a uh, a bank at BOA. I mean, I have an account at BOA and one at like City. Like you're just fucked. Maybe there's something yeah. they do nowadays, but it's just like basically you have to do an ACH, which you pay for and takes like a week, or you have to do a wire, which is the same, or the way that we get around it is we do a bill pay, which is this absurd situation where like you mail a check to someone and then they deposit right. the check. Whereas yeah. with, an, with, with an IBAN number, you just like type in, it's kind of like scary. You type in an IBAN number, which is like this 20 digit number. And you're like, I fucking hope I type this right. Because, <laughs> because then basically you click a button and the money's gone. It's just like zoop. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like it, and that's how we sold Tumblr. For well, in the money. U.S., this this seems to be my uh, the matrix I can't figure out. Is like you can find online banks that are really good at ACH and, and transfers, but they will not have paper tra- checks, right? Mm. Or you can find a traditional bank that will have paper checks and bill pay, but they really generally won't make it easy to do ACH. Yeah, so it's, it's like crazy. it's like why can't I just find you know because there's always a use case you need one or the other just occasionally. And I don't know. I haven't figured out the yeah. perfect thing uh, yet. It's no wonder They're people done. use Venmo and all that. But see, it's like like an example would be like, well, the reason is because TransferWise doesn't make money because there's some fee that they have to pay that the existing banks don't want to pee, pee, uh, pay. So they have to like they're using that investment money that they have. But I don't think that's the case either because I feel like if you're actually handling money, it's impossible to lose money. Like, like basically, you're handling money and you're just shaving oh pennies gosh. off. We're gonna here have to link to the uh, Saturday Night Live skit. Make change. How do you do right. it? Make That's change. Right. We're making change. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, they 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 uh, uh, they they like make money, a small amount of money, and probably on the float in various countries. And then also, they actually do charge like fees for doing. Yeah, they take a small fee, but so. it seems, I guess, it's putting aside small. without. Yeah, without the European, without having access to the European world that you described, it's like it seems very reasonable. It's like, yeah. well, yeah. any other way to do this would be almost impossible. Yeah. All right. Well, Matt Ray, what do you have yes. to recommend this week? 
nothing as exciting as banking. Um, <laughs> nothing as great uh, as transferring money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, I'm continuing to uh, uh, make music recommendations. Uh, there's a band I like called Alluvium, and I've just been adding albums from their back catalog. Uh, I'm still buying, re- you know, I'm still buying records, but. Uh, I got a, a, a not a new one, but uh, I got another one called "An Accidental Memory in the Case of Death." It's mostly uh, piano, kind of ambient, uh, you know, just nice uh, thinking music to have on in the background while you're working. Mm. Yeah. That's that's my recommendation. <laughs> well, speaking of that, reminded me of something I've been enjoying. Speaking of ambient stuff, so there's this app I bought a long time ago called Thunderspace. And it's one of these apps that, like, it plays rain, which is fine. There's lots of apps that play rain, but there's only this one that also plays thunder. There's probably others, but (laughs) this one has, like, six different combinations that, like, you can be on a Caribbean beach or you can be in a car because you ran out of gas or you're in a barn or in a roof, all sorts of things, variations like this. But then there's also thunder, which is fun. So I listen to that a lot. The same person has another one that's just rain. And uh, it has some stories with some goofy-looking, like, uh, reindeer involved in it. But in this other one, which I forget the name of, but just it's this guy, Franz Brockhoff. He probably has to transfer money a lot. Uh, but <laughs> if you can actually go into this other one, and there's sliders to adjust how much bird twerping and, uh, and insect uh, noise is there, which which is hilarious. Bird. They could be like, "Oh, I'm going to set my birds at 43 percent, and let's get those insects all the way up to 70." And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's. Can, can you have a nothing but birds chirping, like 100 percent birds and insects, and no, I, like, I don't rain? I, and, no, the only sliders like, you have are the the music, the birds, and the insects. And if you're wondering I, what is the music, that's why I have it turned all the way down. Like it's it's a little like. <laughs> It's it's almost Sorry. like it's it's almost like you know there's those games like uh what's that game where you're like you're like a Peruvian like snowboarder going down like a mountain like it's similar music to that it's just kind of like inspirational and doesn't make you feel dirty because you keep seeing ads for like you know nothing but insects on my feet please <laughs> I think there's other you can get an app that's just insects if that's what you're looking for <laughs> <laughs> insect noise uh, anyway, so you should check that out, Thunderscape. It's really good. It has some cheesy thing that if you have some Internet of Things device, it can flash your light on and off to simulate thunder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Oh, Andy Rooney, save me. <laughs> that would be a good one. If I If I need to see that, I'll just go outside. Anyways. All right. Well, as always, this has been Software Defined Talk. Uh, this is episode 192, so if you want to find the show notes, there's lots of things we didn't cover in the show notes, including some more conferences and little deals, stuff like that. There's a link where you can get one of my books at a very cheap price. Uh, you can go to softwaredefinedtalk.com slash 192. You should join us in the Slack channel. You can also find it there. It's like, uh, I don't know, softwaredefinedtalk.com slash Slack. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Three minutes or so with Andy Rooney. I don't know anything offhand that mystifies Americans more than the cotton they put in pill bottles. Why do they do it?
I make my living having opinions. Nothing seems funny this week. Look at these boxes of stuff. Check the size of those things. They not only puff the wheat, they puff the blueberry. For one thing, the players all spit too much. Get me Andy Rooney. Had you noticed how often we're warned? This is what I look like in real life. You surprised? I don't know what to do. I try to look nice. I comb my hair. I tie my tie. I put on a jacket. But I draw the line when it comes to trimming my eyebrows. There it is. Something I've been meaning to talk to you about for a long time now is faucets. I change the oil in my car every once in a while, but once something gets in this glove compartment, it's there for the duration. Look at this stuff in here. You have one of these? What's a paperweight for, anyway? Hi, I'm Harold, your waiter. What would we like this evening? I remember it as if it was yesterday. I'm one of those know-nothing boobs. I could kill the bastards. The phrase makes us look like foolish braggarts. There are as many different kinds of mowers as there are different kinds of women. Some you have to push, others you can ride, and some mowers, like some women, are self-propelled. I've been up in a blimp. Nine dollars for five pounds of manure. Gee, that's hard to resist. I'd heard Martha was hard to get along with, but that's not true. Martha is impossible to get along with. I don't like being so old. Look at the condition I'm in. Hair gray, face wrinkled, brain dead, all bent over. I mean, I'm a mess. It's really depressing. I don't take suggestions gracefully. Pat Robertson and Mel Gibson strike me as wackos. I'd like to be able to sing like Sinatra. Rapper got it made just looking like a freak. I think of myself as a musical ignoramus. Have to find a way to spend all the money. Spreading it around like bees with honey. The necessity of having fun in the summer is one of the most tiring things of the year for me. An email has all the charm of a freight train. The next time you want to auction off some odd piece of personal property from a famous person, don't write me. I heard from God just the other night. I can sleep night or day, sitting, standing, or lying down. I often fall asleep right here at this desk. It's my favorite knife. Better to use a big knife, even for a small job. This'll carve a turkey or cut an olive in half. A staple remover, one of the great inventions of modern times. A little bottle of bourbon, a pickle picker. And one more thing, but this may be asking too much. I wish there was something we could all take to cure us of stupidity.